Hey guys, Trigger here. I'm here to talk to you about a company called Stain Metal 666 that's based out of Mexico. Um, they're really involved in the metal music scene. Uh, I don't know if y'all know this about me, but I really do love listening to rock and metal music. Uh, been that way for a long time. I'm into a lot of bands. Uh, one of the bands I currently started listening to a lot is Ginger, and they've worked closely with them on promoting their shirts and their hats and everything they have to offer with this business. So I'm here to give them a shout out because I just ordered from them recently and they definitely have a positive message of loving music and loving metal music and staying together as a community through metal music. So definitely, definitely a good company to be a part of, and they're looking for support. Um, I'm going to link their Facebook page in the, in, the, in the podcast part of it, so y'all can definitely check them out. Uh, the link will be in the description, and uh, yeah, just give them a chance. Uh, Luis is a hard worker, and he'll work with you to get whatever product you need from them shipped worldwide. And uh, it's definitely worth the wait. They're amazing products. I am waiting to get mine in this week and I'll definitely be supporting and wearing it. So yeah, definitely check them out and uh, take it easy and stay metal. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Wrestling Has Lost Its Way. Uh, a couple of things to talk about. So to get it going, here's Johnny. All right. Uh, first of all, we uh, want to send our condolences to the friends and family of beautiful Bobby. He, he passed away this week at the age of 62. Uh, Eden was one of the original members of the Midnight Express Back in the 80s, was he was managed by uh, Jim Cornette, and uh, his oh, not sure the details of how he passed. Uh, we know his his daughter found him. She was going to give an update as to what happened, but I haven't seen anything yet. So um, maybe next week I'll have something an update on that. So uh, rest in peace, Bobby Eaton. Uh, so, okay, I'll, I want to discuss COVID real quick because it's, it's starting to affect wrestling again. Uh, you know, even though we have vaccines now, the this new Delta variant is starting to run wild all over the country. They're saying that 93% of the new cases are the Delta variant, which means if we didn't have it, we would have this shit under control by now. Even even though there's 
still 90 million people out there who aren't vaccinated yet. But still, we would have had it under control. Uh, and uh, this this may affect wrestling, too. The uh, AEW has a contingency plan that if they have to get back, get off the road, they'll just go back to Daly's place like they were before. WWE doesn't have a contingency plan as of yet, but they are uh, concerned because SummerSlam, as far as the location, might be might be in jeopardy uh, because, well, as of now, there's there's a mask mandate at Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas. So unless you're eating or drinking something, you you're gonna have to wear a mask. Uh, but they're going to look at it and make a decision within the next two weeks, which SummerSlam is in two weeks, so they need to hurry and get on that because you're going to have you have people that are coming from all over the country that are going to go to Vegas for this event. You don't want people to, you know, spend their money on flights and, and hotels and then find out the show's been moved back to Florida. Vegas, I know it's it's going to be a busy weekend there uh, on that particular weekend because not only do you have SummerSlam, you also have the Pacquiao fight. And only because I, I, I am a fan, I do know that that weekend they are having the uh, National Tejano Music Convention, which... Um, which brings in uh, thousands of, of people and hundreds of, of bands from all over the country. Plus your typical traffic in, in the casinos, on the strip. Vegas is going to be a hotbed that weekend, and I'm not just talking about the temperature either. So, is TakeOver 36 there as well? I, or are they still at the CPC? I think they or might. CWC. CPC. <laughs> oh. I think he might be doing. He might be doing edibles, right? PCP. Maybe. <laughs> that was pretty close. I had to. I had to. <laughs> yeah. Close enough. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, they may still be there. I, I, I haven't heard any, anything about that. Like, yeah, so uh, we'll see what decisions are made <clears throat> this week uh, at at AEW there were two potential free agents backstage uh, from in, well, former Impact Knockouts Tag Team Champion Kara Elgin was backstage also former Cruiserweight Champion Tony Nese was backstage so, I, I I I would actually I, I would like to see Tony Nese in AEW. So maybe that that's that's coming. Fightful Select also reported this week that AEW is interested in bringing in Ruby Soho, former Ruby Riot. Her ninety day no compete is up right before All Out. So I suspect she. One of two things. She's either going to be Britt Baker's um, muscle that she's been talking about, 
or she's going to be the Joker in the women's uh, Casino Battle Royale. And I'll add all out. <clears throat> After uh, Bray Wyatt being released last Saturday, we saw a lot more activity this week. It started on Monday with uh, Ric Flair. Ric Flair was released by WWE. There are conflicting reports whether he got fired or whether he, he just quit. Uh, some say he 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 did ask for his release and was granted it. There are different stories. Uh, I've heard that he had a, a he sent a message to Vince a few months back saying he didn't like the way uh, the way Charlotte was being treated. This was around WrestleMania, obviously, because she's doing good now. But back when they wouldn't let her wrestle and the whole uh, thing where they thought she was pregnant, but she wasn't. And he, he didn't like the way they were treating her. Uh, other people are saying they didn't like the way they were they, they were treating him as far as his storyline goes. He, he didn't like the whole idea of being the one who got Lacey Evans pregnant. <clears throat> so, Ric Flair no longer with WWE. <laughs> just, add, just add a note, he's, he is, he's known Tony Khan for years, and last week he was seen in Florida with Jim Ross. <laughs> so we may be looking at potentially having a four horsemen reunion in the AEW. Also, someone that may be headed to AEW, Adam Cole. Adam Cole's contract ended in June, ran out in June. But he signed an, an, a short-term extension to take until the after Takeover Thirty Six. But as of right now, they haven't. <clears throat> he hasn't signed a new contract yet. He did have a, a meeting last night. Uh, he was at SmackDown. Uh, he had a meeting with Vince to to try and get him to sign to sign a new contract. Uh, you know, potentially maybe bringing him to the main roster because he's done everything he can in, in NXT. But what the company did to NXT last night didn't probably didn't didn't add any favor towards bringing Adam Cole back. During while SmackDown was still going on, WWE WWE released. 13 NXT wrestlers. I have the complete list with me. Some of these were a surprise. Then some of these were people that you hadn't even seen on TV yet. They were still in the performance center. So let's see. Going down the list. Bobby Fish. Bronson Reed. Who was a former, the last the North American champion. Bobby Fish, of course, used to be in Undisputed Era. Jake Atlas. Ari Sterling. 
Connor Reeves, who had been an NXT staple for years. Leon Ruff, who actually had a match on 205 Live after SmackDown, which means he was fired, but he was still on TV. Uh, Steven Smith. <laughs> Tyler Rust. Zachariah Smith. Asher, Asher Hale. Giant Zanjir. And Mert oh. Well, uh, and Devin uh, Desmond Troy and Mercedes Martinez, who was once built for retribution. So the reason for these cuts wasn't the usual uh, budget cuts. WWE actually has plans to repackage NXT. They they're going to uh, they're going to change the format, change the logo, change the lighting, which which uh, I'm actually fine with because I I didn't care for that yellow light sometimes. So yeah, how. <clears throat> It looks like uh, it, I mean, it's, to me, it sounds like they're gonna take over. Uh, no pun intended. WWE's gonna take over NXT. So now I'm gonna let you guys give your opinions. What do you think, Andrew? You're the NXT guy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, the two names that shot me were Bronson Reed and Bobby Fish, because Bobby just wrestled Wednesday or Tuesday. Yeah, and Reed fought Adam Cole in the main event last week, and there was rumors of him going to the main roster. I guess that's not going to happen now. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, because he was already having dark but, matches. Right. <laughs> And Mercedes was just in a feud with Zia Lee. So I don't know. They don't I don't know if they know they even know what they're doing. And didn't didn't Tyler Russ just come up in Diamond Mine with uh Yeah. He's in Diamond Mine. Roderick Strong. Yeah. Right. So now there's only Roderick in Diamond Mine. <laughs> Roderick and, and his and, coach. Yeah, his Hideki, I don't know what his name is. And and uh, Malcolm Bivens <laughs> and Malcolm Bivens, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, but if they plan on plan on changing the format of NXT, all I say is you're taking your best show and ruining it and going away with it out of the three shows. Oh, and here's the thing. <laughs> I, here's the thing I left out. That supposedly they're going to focus on younger talent. So that means you're going to get rid of your top stars, like Johnny Gargano. Yeah, well, according Tommaso, to Tommaso, all this. <laughs> according Samoa to Samoa Joe, because he's not young. Yeah. According to Andrew Zarian of the Mat Men podcast, uh, they're not done yet. This is this is uh, going to be a complete house 
house cleaning over next year. So yeah, I can see more coming, maybe even right. this week. Like I said, you're taking your best show out of all three of them and just throwing it away. It consistently has the best matches and storylines, and they you don't you're not repeating the same thing every week. Exactly. Like the other shows do. Yeah, I'm gonna have a lot to say about that because because they have a lot of guy they had a lot of guys there, so you had different shows. You have different matches every week, not the same matches over and over and over and over again. Right. But whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Just screw up, Macho. Yeah, and uh, I mean, and who knows when, the, when you know, I, I don't know, I'm assuming maybe, I don't know when they're going to start all this. It's too early right. to tell. So. And, and I mean, and Freddie and I were talking about this earlier. They've had so many releases that this year that there's really not much else we could say about it other than, you know, say the the, the names of the people. Uh, just before yeah. we went on, just before we went on, if you want to go to go to our Facebook page, I posted a, a, a list of all the wrestlers that were released since last last April, all the wrestlers they released in the in a fucking pandemic. Uh, the, these are well, not only only wrestlers, backstage producers and referees as well. I, th I think it's I didn't count. I think it's maybe over uh, probably about close to a hundred names on that list. And I want to shout out to to Denise Salcedo. She she came up with that list. She put it together. And it was it was uh, very accurate and just like I, I said on the on the post that I, I did. It's sad. It's sad. It's sad because none of the other wrestling companies, other than maybe one or two here or there, released people during this pandemic. And I'll tell you, the one that didn't release release any wrestlers was AEW. AEW has, and I hate to, hate to say it like this, they're they're picking picking up WWE scraps, but they're turning that those scraps into gold. Uh, a couple of years ago, when AEW first started, WWE was just signing up all these independent wrestlers. They they were like the like the kids that. That we didn't let anyone play with their toys, but they didn't want to play with them either. You know, <laughs> so they signed all these wrestlers, not intending on using most of them, but the only reason they signed them was so they couldn't sign with AEW. Now it's two years later; it's come to bite them in the ass. Look, so. The, the way I see it, yeah, like, like I told you earlier, I don't know what to say anymore other than to report the names and to say that <laughs> I'm surprised Bronson Reed, Bobby Fish, Mercedes Martinez, and the other one that kind of shocked me a little bit was Leon Ruff because even though he hasn't been used as well, 
he did get a little bit of a push there, and a lot of people got behind him. So yeah. Leon Ruff as well as a shock on yeah, that and, one. And that's another former North American champion. Yeah. He beat Gargano. So, yeah, He's- man. Yes. Yeah, I just don't know what to say about it anymore. I know they're going to go somewhere good. It, it's it's ruining NXT now because I know yeah. a lot of people didn't watch main roster anymore. The only thing they really did was watch NXT. And even now that's getting fucked up. And we know it's a lot of the same shit. The only person to blame is Vince. So I I don't I, I'm I'm angry, but I don't even want to get angry on the show because it's not gonna do any good. Like I don't know. I don't yeah, know what to think anymore. Yeah, because this it sounds to me like like they're gonna take away Triple H's power over NXT. Hmm. <sighs> they're just digging that grave, man. Like your only thing you had going for you was NXT, and now you're fucking with that. So you you said it before, and I'm gonna agree with you, man. It might take a couple of years. It might take one year or less than that, for all we know. But I'm calling it as well, man. This is the death of WWE. I don't want to say it. I don't want to think it, but. We just got to look at what's happening, and this is what's happening. We just uh, passed the 20-year anniversary when uh, Vince uh, appeared on both Raw and, and, and Nitro and announced that he was buying WCW. I, I can see somewhere, somewhere along the lines, Tony Khan's going to flip the script on Vince. And... <laughs> He's gonna buy WWE. Fucking dude, he's he's got the money. Like, <laughs> so I know a lot of it. Look, I don't like to go here because I like to keep WWE separate from AEW as far as like the money and all that shit. But I'm I'm gonna be completely honest. I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. Yes, I was behind WWE for a long time. We know that shit. We all, we all three of us were. Yeah. But the way things are looking now, everybody's like, "Oh, WWE is going to be fine. They're still high and mighty. They got all the money. Like nobody can touch them." The cons have money too. Don't sleep on them. Actually, no? the, con- the cons have more money because they own. Not only an NFL franchise, they own one one of the best uh, soccer teams in the world. Yeah. So, look, a lot Mm -hmm. of people are saying AEW and the cons could never pull off that purchase because they don't have the money. Oh, they have the money. Yeah. And we all know, what does Vince love? Money. (laughs) I just want something to happen that could just make all the bullshit go away. And, and let's just start making things good. You know? 
I don't even want greatness. I just want baseline good. Yeah. Nothing bad. There's only one thing like, that'll happen to do that happen. There's only one thing to happen that'll make that happen. We all I've yes, said it many times. <laughs> yes, we all know. And it's not going to happen many until times. he's dead. It's, and it's, and you, you know what? His mom's 100 years old, so it may not happen for a long time. Uh, I'm, I'm just tired. Son-in-law running things, and everything will be fine. <sighs> yeah, it's not going to happen. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm just tired. Happen, I'm just, it would work. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm just tired of releases. I'm tired of subpar shows. I'm tired of all the weak bullshit WWE is putting out. But for the sake of having things to talk about, because that is our podcast, I have to... <laughs> somewhat pay attention to it. Yeah, um, that's the unfortunate unfortunate part of it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but it is what it is. I feel sorry for everybody that was released. Y'all are going to land somewhere better. You're just in the group of people that should be treated better. So it'll happen. We just have to wait this out. Yeah. Uh, so before we move on to the show, I just wanted to share this interesting fact with you guys. Uh, did you know that the second season of, of NXT, which when it was still, uh, you know, contest, uh, Cody Rhodes was the coach for Bray Wyatt. <laughs> just saying. There's the connection. Come on, man. Don't fucking play with me right now. Like, yeah. I want this more than anything. I just want everything to be okay. You mean Husky Harris? Yes, Husky ah. Harris. Same guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just want things to be okay. So, hey, if they still talk, just make it happen for me, please. Like, I know <laughs> WWE doesn't give a shit about little triggered sitting over here going balder every single day because he's just <laughs> – Scratching his head the whole damn time he's watching Raw and SmackDown. I thought it was, I know, it was, I thought it was like me pulling your hair out watching it. So. <laughs> I, I'm just over all of it, man. But even though I'm over all of it, we still are gonna go through and do our normal thing. So we're gonna go ahead and start off with Raw. What you gotta say, Johnny? Okay, uh, I I didn't like either show this week. Uh, too many. We saw on this on the show almost every match was the same match we had last week. Only difference, if if you guys noticed, the other person won this week. <laughs> we had <laughs> pretty much. We, we had round two of the the Keith Lee carrying cross losers bracket. And Keith Lee won this time, which gave gave another loss to the NXT champion. He's still coming out with the belt. Why? Why not separate the two? Separate the two worlds. Oh, 
wait, that's right. They're about to they're about to incorporate NXT with with the rest of WWE. We had Charlotte versus Nikki Ash. I'm sorry, I'm not going to say that. And they say they call her almost a superhero, Nikki Ash. Why do you have to repeat that when you just said what what Ash stands for? <laughs> anyway, no shit. That's so yeah. stupid. <laughs> yeah. So this time Nikki won. Nikki won the match. Uh, the only different match on this on this will be said the twenty four seven crap was uh, was Rhea Ripley versus Nia Jax, which ended in a well, I guess Rhea won. <laughs> Rhea won, and then and they teased Shayna and Nia breaking up. But they didn't. Yeah, now you got busted open. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm glad to see somebody busting her open for a change. <laughs> no joke. <laughs> <laughs> the one, the one thing that, you know what? I, I hate to interrupt here, but since y'all brought it up, this is my moment of raw. Naya getting busted open. How's it taste, bitch? That's all I have to say. Uh, I, I guess the only difference is that I, one of the few differences, Akira Tazawa got an entrance. <laughs> When's the last time you've seen that? I know, right? Way too long. <laughs> yeah. Usually well, he just runs out there with the belt or chasing someone. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I actually kind of like that they're having actual matches for the 24-7 title instead of them just running around. Yes. <clears throat> Still not as good as our idea, but at least it's a match. Yeah. And, and for all of a sudden... The, uh, Reggie can wrestle. <laughs> I like Reggie. I can't lie. Look, man, yeah. he's athletic as fuck. Yeah. If he was giving a serious gimmick, like make him something serious, he could be up there having matches with Ricochet, I'm pretty sure. I'm, I already I mean, said that. I, I'm glad he dropped the whole French accent and the... Uh, Somalia gimmick. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's good. He just needs to be taken seriously. And this is one step towards that. So let's just see where it goes. Yeah. Well, that's my thoughts. I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll save some for you, for you guys. <laughs> Andrew. Uh. It was raw. What can you say? There were a couple good lines in there. Uh, when uh, Drew was fighting Veer and Shanky on a two, Veer and Shanky on a two-on-one match, and Jinder Mahal attacked Drew with the chair, then they were all three standing off with the chair, and Drew grabbed his sword, and Corey goes, "Don't bring a chair to a sword fight." 
I thought that was a good line. Uh, Priest beat up John Morrison and pinned him twice. Because <laughs> they had a match and Priest won. And Sheamus come out, then Ricochet come out, then turned into a tag team match. Then Priest just pinned Morrison again, so. <laughs> Omos, Omos finally has his own entrance music. Instead of coming out with AJ's music. I thought that was pretty cool. But he he just dominated Riddle. Uh, that was pretty much it. Johnny mentioned everything else. I, I, I don't know if y'all caught, you, uh, caught it. I don't know. I forget where it was in the show, but uh, Corey slipped up a little. He said, he said, WWFE. Yeah. I, I don't know what's up with so many people messing up with simple shit that they've been having to say every single week, but like I I, right. I, I let Jay uh, I can understand it happening to JR because he's been in different companies and he's up there in age, but these are the young bucks, man. Like y'all are young as shit. How are y'all what? fucking up so bad? Not, no, wait, wait, wait. Say it again. It's young bucks. These are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're not the young bucks, but they're the young bucks. Like they're young as fuck. They are, yeah. Like these they are young kind bucks, of mistakes. Not the young bucks. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. They are the young bucks of WWE. Like these are the young people in wrestling commentary, and y'all are fucking up, which shouldn't be happening. I don't know, man. I'm just nitpicking everything now because of how shit WWE is. Yeah. And yeah, there's really not much no. else to say about Raw. <laughs> No, <laughs> it, it it it's it's bad. We're sorry if we sound a little bit bummed, but how are we supposed to feel when everything's going to shit? So, yeah, those were the little bit of moments on Raw that we have. So now we're just gonna go ahead and move over to SmackDown, even though it wasn't that much better. And uh, get Johnny's thoughts on it. Okay. Yeah, it was about the same same deal. Just same repeats over over and over. Uh, you had okay. So, uh, Pete Quinnell from WrestleSong. He he timed. The uh, the 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 amount of recaps on the show that uh, there was about nine minutes worth of recaps in in the whole show of of just what what happened before. We don't need that many recaps. We know what hmm. if you watch the show on a weekly basis, you know what's happening. You don't need to be told to tell, remind it again. Okay, we don't have. We don't have that short of attention uh, memories. We don't have short-term bad short-term memories. Hmm. Memory loss. Yes, exactly. I forgot what I was gonna say. 
<laughs> Speaking of memory loss. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> yeah, uh, so yeah, there wasn't really much much on the show either. Uh, we, you, um, the three proverbs were back as a team, but they were wrestling Rouge and Ziegler again, which was like, I like Hello 2020 again. <laughs> but you know what? I, as as many tag teams as AEW has, and I know they only have one set of shows or one set one set of rosters, you know, and like WWE has two. SmackDown only has five teams. The Usos, the Mysterios, Rudin Ziegler, Street Profits, and the Alpha Academy. That's it. That's all, all your tag team, your tag team division on SmackDown. So uh, we also saw another variation of the Mysterios versus Usos with Dominic going against Jay. Uh, and he lost. <laughs> hmm. they, yeah, I, I really don't have much to say about this show, <laughs> honestly. So, All right. go, yeah, go ahead and talk it, talk it up. <laughs> and I will be right back. All right. Andrew, what you got, man? Uh, we actually had a WWE wrestler still on an AEW wrestler's line tonight, this, last night. <laughs> Did you catch that? No, which one was it? It was when Seth and Edge was talking. And Seth was on the screen. And after Edge made Seth mad at the end, he goes, I'm just better than you, and you know it. Oh, <laughs> oh which is calm MJF's down, MJF. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I didn't catch that, man. I should have been paying a little bit more attention, I guess. <laughs> uh, it was an okay show, really. Not, but the main event was... Finn Balor beating up Corbin. Then he gets beat down by the Usos. Then he beats up both Usos. Then Roman attacks him, and they all three beat down Finn. So, <laughs> yeah. As that was going on, I know like a lot of inside information starts getting out while SmackDown is going on, as far as who's there, who's not there. Like what some of the plans are, or sometimes are being told a little bit before they happen, but that really doesn't happen that often. One of the things I heard as that beatdown was happening was that Cena was there. And maybe to make it a little bit different, because it, it was kind of the same Roman Reigns beat down spot that he's been getting every time he gets a new challenger. Yeah. He always gets the upper hand. So a lot of people were like, well, who's going to be the challenger? Is it going to be Finn? Is it going to be Cena? What the fuck is going on here? 
So a lot of people were calling for Cena to come out to help Finn and maybe set up some sort of a tag match for next week. Like, I would have been fine with that. Yeah. Look, this is this is me. This is the guy that in WWE <laughs> hates John Cena. <laughs> and I'm calling for a John Cena match next week. That would have been different. All I want is different, <laughs> man. <sighs> well, it's the I'm, same, I, you know, the same uh, guy who said Cena could act. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't remind Which, me. I will admit, I did watch. I did watch Suicide Squad yesterday, and I thought it was pretty good. He did a good, good job too. <sighs> yes, I have to watch Suicide Squad tonight. <laughs> you will uh, enjoy it if you like. Look, yeah, man, Marvel will be as hard as you can. Like the first one to have squad, so. Oh, Harley, yeah. awesome minute. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna watch it. Look, man, Marvel Robbie is Harley Quinn. That's my shit. Yeah. And I know the first one caught a lot of hate from some people, but I enjoyed it. I'm go- I'm pretty sure I'm going to enjoy this one. And I guess I could see why we're headed to towards the triple threat match because uh, the whole thing it, it, it's kind of like the way the, the, the studios don't like the rock wrestling because you know, there's a chance he might get injured. This in, in, in some ways protects John Cena in a, in a, a triple threat match. Yeah, right. It, it, it was from John Cena. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, triple threat match. Some somewhere in there, I feel that there has to be a tag match with Roman and whether it be Jimmy or Jay versus Cena and Finn Balor. Oh, yeah. We all know that's that's going to happen somewhere down the line before that big match. So. Or maybe you have Big E join Cena and Roman, Cena and Finn, because he's got the money in the bank contract, and he can, can always let Roman know, hey, I'm just around the corner. That's true. That way, he Roman can tag with both Usos. But I don't know if <laughs> WWE would do that, because, you know, that's continuity. <laughs> I know, they would. Okay. <laughs> See, I, I... Although I did like not that he was at the back. After Paul Heyman's talk with uh, Kayla, and he was just yeah. sitting there laughing with the with the. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. <laughs> anyway, go ahead, Freddie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I I didn't. It's not that I forgot about Big E. I just kind of set it off to the side because of the storyline they have going with Finn, Cena, and Roman, but. I, I don't know where this is going. I don't know who's going to win. It's a little unpredictable right now. But if for some reason it ends up being the triple threat match and John Cena wins for some reason, Biggie cash in. Okay, yes. Okay, I, I, I like. I, I agree with that there. I agree with that there because... 
because yeah, John Cena is not not hanging around after after SummerSlam, but this would be a way to get him that record. And now that Rick's not in the company anymore, you know, it's okay for WWE to go ahead and just squash that record. Right. I guess it's fine. I wish it was and someone else, Cena came, but... And then John Cena... Yeah. And then Cena can become the GOAT. Nope. <laughs> mm. He is not the GOAT. Okay. Fuck. Quit no, trying to I, piss me off, man. No, I, uh, no Rick Flair is at a whole a it's different my job. level. Rick Flair is at a whole different level than Cena is because Cena's got all his title wins in one company. Rick's had all his title wins that spanned 30 years in, in three or four different companies. Actually, forty years. Yeah, yeah. he's he's been around for a really long time. So I don't care what anybody says. Ric Flair is the goat, not little bitch boy John Cena. You know, go off and make your movies because those are a lot more entertaining than your wrestling now. So take whatever little credit I give you for your acting, and be happy Mm -hmm. with it. Because your acting in WWE sucks. <laughs> All right. Well, to kind of wrap up SmackDown, yeah, it, it just wasn't good. I, I got what little bit of interest I had in SmackDown was kind of taken taken over by no, no pun intended. Take on. Take over, taking over <laughs> by all the releases that were happening during SmackDown. It just took me out of it, man. Like after the releases and Selena just losing again because they don't give a shit. I, I, I lost interest in SmackDown. It was on, but I was not watching. And and so. I've heard other other people saying too that that. The releases just just took them out of out of SmackDown. Yeah, like I I was I was more focused on discussing the releases in a group message than I was watching SmackDown. Like, fuck it, it, it made zero sense to keep on watching it with everything that was going on, release after release. So yeah, that's part. SmackDown of- was what it was. That could be why you. That could be why you missed the MJF quote being used by Seth. <laughs> yeah, probably. Because I MJF. was just focused on other shit. He quoted MJF? Yeah, he said, I'm better. He told Edge, I'm better oh, than you, and yes. you know it. <laughs> I remember, the, yeah, but he put in another word before, and you know it. So he has to, like, try not to say Right. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I did. So, I did like. I did like how, uh, how uh, Edge called Seth Rollins the uh, Dollar Tree Edge. <laughs> that was funny. I just want to yeah. know if Seth is getting all these suits. This week was butterflies, pink butterflies. <laughs> yeah, who knows where he's getting them from, man? But they're spending a lot of money on it. Well, you know, he does have a daughter now, so. 
know, he's yeah. had to get, get used to wearing pink. Yeah. Yeah. So that really was it for SmackDown. There wasn't much there. So, fuck it. It was what it was. Those were <clears throat> our thoughts on it. So, for possibly not necessarily one of the last times, but who knows where this <laughs> shit show is headed. So, I'm going to hand it over to Andrew and get his thoughts on NXT. I, I didn't watch it. Yeah, I didn't watch it, so it's all you. <laughs> <laughs> great. Great. Uh, I, 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 I mean, I know some stuff that happened, so I do have a have a comment, uh, but I'll let you go. go no, go ahead. I'll just well, throw in whatever you miss. Well, I'm just I just wanted to talk about that the whole love him or, or leave him match with Johnny and Dexter. <laughs> I mean, the stipulation was if Johnny won, he would have to leave. Uh, she uh, Indy would have to leave Dexter. Johnny Johnny won the match. So, but <laughs> Indy just decided just continue to Dexter anyway. That's not how stipulations work. You're right. She just. <laughs> I guess she didn't care about the stipulation. <laughs> Love will find a way. I guess. <laughs> well, what, what else happened? Love will find a way. Oh, come on. That was uh, no, that will find the way. <laughs> right. True love finds the way. Index <laughs> can't be stopped. <laughs> Uh, Trey Baxter took on Joe Gacy in the breakout tournament. He hit a 360 stomp off the top rope, hmm. which is pretty cool. <laughs> uh, Roderick Strong and Bobby Fish had their match. Roderick Strong got the win after they beat the hell out of each other. They go from brothers to enemies. Uh, Legato Del Fantasma took on Hit Row. Uh, the match ended with a disqualification when Escobar hit Top Dollar with a steel chair. At one point, they were holding down Swerve, and Escobar stole his gold teeth out of his mouth. <laughs> but then they all chased Escobar. Legato Del Fantasma out of the ring, but he still had Swerve's gold teeth. Um, how you gonna steal the grill? <laughs> yeah, he stole the grill. <laughs> Rich Holland just beat the hell out of Ikeman Giro. You know, the guy that fights in the blazer. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, what else happened? Oh, Grizzled Young Veteran took on LA Knight and Cameron Grimes in a tag match. Uh, middle of the match, Cameron's fighting. He tries to tag LA Knight. LA Knight walks away. Cameron Grimes almost gets the pin, but just can't do it because the two on one. So, and after the match, DiBiase comes down and helps Cameron Grimes to the back, telling him, "You don't, you don't need to do this." And LA Knight actually made Cameron Grimes fight fighting his butler outfit. 
And uh, Karrion Cross made an appearance, called out Joe. Joe was being held back by security. And Cameron, uh, Karrion Cross ran out through the crowd. And Joe beat up the security guards. So <laughs> that happened. Uh, that was pretty much it. I, I heard. It actually surprised me. This is. No, they did I, not have one women's match on this episode of NXT, huh. which is strange because there's usually yeah. always women's matches on there. I did hear they had they had a women's segment in a restaurant. That yeah, got yeah, kind yeah. of kind of racist. I don't know. They went to it. Zoe Starks wanted to hang out with EO. So they could become friends, so they could be a better tag team since they are the women's tag team champions. Yeah. And she took her to a Japanese restaurant and Zoe wouldn't eat anything because it was, they had like octopus and squid and all this other stuff <laughs> that Zoe just wasn't going to try. <laughs> and she kept faking like she was eating while Eo was looking. She'd throw it over her shoulder and throw it on the table. And that was pretty much NXT. All right. So I didn't watch it. No shocker there. But I will say this. Yeah, we know. <laughs> I did watch because I did say this is what I was most interested in in the show. It really was only one thing for me. So I want to talk the love her or loser match real quick. <laughs> I, I just I didn't think it lived up to what it could have been as far as the actual match because Johnny Gargano won. It did absolutely nothing for Dexter Loomis. I think he could have used a win more than Johnny Gargano. But now, after the match, it happened. Indy left for Dexter. Dexter did win. He got the girl. <laughs> but I, it would have been so much better if he had won the match, I think. But yes, in the end, he did win because he got the girl. And it's obvious that this is going to set up a mixed tag match, which I think is going to be pretty fucking awesome. So that's just something else to look forward to. Yeah, it's what I was talking to Andrew about. You know, the stipulation was if if Gargana won, she would have to leave, leave Dexter. But Gargano won, and she still went out with Texture anyway. Yeah, so I, it, it's it was a little confusing, and it's still confusing because we don't know what actually is going to happen. This is some Romeo Juliet bullshit. <laughs> That's the best <laughs> way I can explain it. Star-crossed lovers torn apart by their families, even though Dexter is always by himself. Like, yeah. I I just want to see where this is going because even though the match was a little underwhelming with Johnny winning, he got the girl in the end. 
So, way to go, Dexter. I fucking love it, man. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, now that we got our moments in there for NXT, I'm going to go back over to Johnny, and we're going to move over to Dynamite. Yeah, the best show of the week. <clears throat> so the the show opened up with the the uh, the third is it the third? Yeah, the third labor of Jericho. Yes. Which was this was Jericho had to wrestle who went to Guerrero. the first time in in about. Probably over, well, at least over 20 years that he's been on TNT. Over 15 years since he last wrestled. Uh, it, when he was he was in WWE for a brief time. And uh, the stipulation was Jericho had to win with a with a move off the top rope. There, there is he he first tried it by actually. Countering one of Huey's moves from the top rope and going right into the walls. So if uh, you know if, if Huey would have tapped there, that would have counted because he, he came off the top rope. And uh, you know, Hooventude, he can still go. He's he's looked good. I mean, he was. I, I, you know, I guess it, it took him a few minutes at the beginning to, you know, say. To sync up with Jericho again, yeah, because there were there were a couple botches, but but after that he, he you know he, he fixed his his issues and, and it was like uh, like the the match they had at at, at uh, Sturgis in '98. Uh, <clears throat> in the end, Jericho he hit he hit the Judas elbow, but he couldn't just pin him because it has to be on top top rope move. Gets up on the top rope, which is something that Jericho. I don't know if I've ever seen him come up the top rope. <laughs> to be honest, with you, if if, I, if it, he has it, it's been a long time. He came off the rope with a Judas elbow from the top. That 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 was badass, and he got the win. <clears throat> oh yeah, um. Yeah, that was pretty badass that it had to be a top rope move to get the win, and he did the Judas elbow from up there. Uh, the only thing I could really remember, I'm uh, pretty sure I remember him doing the moonsault at least once, and he would do drop picks a lot from the top rope. Mm. But as far as like a move move that wasn't something out of the ordinary, not yeah. really. Yeah. Earlier in the match, he did try an elbow <laughs> from the top rope. Oh, yeah. Hoover took so, down. So. so next week is the fourth labor of Jericho, which I think is a little underwhelming, but maybe they might they have an angle for it. So Jericho next week is going to have to wrestle Warlow with uh, MJF is going to be at at ringside, which he's been at ringside for all these matches, <laughs> so what's what's mm -hmm. the difference? 
even though JR confused the hell out of everyone, said well, he was going to be there for free. He wasn't at ringside. He's been at the announce table every week. Yeah, but still, he's at ringside. He can. He could have interfered any time. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I mean, it, it. You know, I wonder how they're going to pull this off. You know, is is this where, uh, you know, Warlow turns on MJF, or is maybe Warlow's going to get himself intentionally disqualified just so so Jericho has to fight? You know, will have you know continues to have a chance to fight MJF. I don't think he'd turn on him because he's part of the pinnacle. If it was just him two, maybe, but not being part of the whole pinnacle thing. That's just my opinion. <laughs> yeah, I think it would be a little bit weird if they do something there and split them up. Yeah. Since they're in the pinnacle. Yeah. Well, that match was my my mom. Wasn't All right. Andrew, what you got? Looks like the debut of Malachi Black, <laughs> which had a really cool entrance. His entrance was cool, and that little skull looked like a what was it, like a deer skull or something he wore to the ring. That was pretty yeah. freaking cool. Uh, one point Cody was climbing the top rope to do a move. Malachi kicked him off the top rope to the table on the outside, <laughs> which was pretty far away. So. Uh, Malachi gets his, he hit, a, they used to call it the black mass. I'm not sure what they're going to call it now. <laughs> I mean, we can still, uh, for still the call win. it the black mass. I am for now until they right get another name for it. Yeah, they're just calling it a spin kick. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Cody, he got, he got back in. He got back in just before the 10 count. Right when he gets in the ring, black man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then Tony goes to the ring and wants to interview Cody after his loss. Cody takes the mic. Starts talking about how he's thankful for everybody. Uh, basically, it looks like he's going to retire. He takes off one boot, sets in the ring, starts to take off the other boot. And Malachi attacked him with his own crutch, so I guess he didn't get to retire officially. <laughs> yeah, but we we all yeah, know this is cause... in. Well, yeah. even after, after Dynamite went off the air, he continued to tease it. He took off the other boot, and then he got down on his hands and knees, and he, he kissed the the canvas. Yeah, but we all know it's not a retirement. Retirement. No. He's too young. He's too yeah. young for that shit. Yeah, so. he's, he's he's taking time off to go go film the the Go Paul White show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Problem. Yeah. Season two. I, yeah. I really I'm like how they just did this year, though. I'm just glad Malachi's there. 
he was my favorite wrestler when he was with the other company. Now he's probably gonna be my favorite wrestler in this company. <laughs> and he's gonna be used a lot better in this company. Yes, I think so at least. Oh, I know so. <laughs> yeah, I also know so. Yeah, man, I really liked all this, all this shit but they that did was my with moment. Malachi. Yeah, I really liked everything they did with them. The mask. You think so? Yeah, it's it's really good what they're doing here. I really like the mask he was using on the way in. They need to market that because I want to buy that mask. <laughs> That was a really nice mask. Well, not nice, nice for me. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, uh, pretty big moment there this week for Malachi. I really fucking love that. Uh, I'm hoping the bunny gets win because right before this Cody match, uh, she took a loss to Layla Hirsch. So hell yeah. A lot of good shit there. Uh, Miro defeating Lee Johnson. Yeah, it's just keep, keeping the ball rolling for AEW with yeah. a lot of the great shit they're doing. And so. and now Layla Hirsch is going to get to is going to wrestle Camille for the NWA Women's Title. Uh, Serena Deeb was supposed to get a rematch, but she was injured, so so they had to have a like a, I guess it was the number number one contender match. Even though they call it lim- eliminator, yeah. So yeah, I uh, expected to take her on next next few weeks. Hell yeah, hell yeah. And yeah, Camille, it was just Camille is Adam. tall. Camille is very tall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So lot lots of great shit there, like heels. always. Yeah. And then Adam Page yeah. turning down the Dark Order's help. Come on. Yeah. I think it's the shit made out of him. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I like what they're doing with that whole story. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a really and good Ever-Rise story that they're going there. Oh, yeah. So. That's right. Everize, well, it used to be Everize. Now they're called 2.0. They teamed with Daniel Garcia. They got a trial match. <laughs> what a what a trial match you get. Your opponents are John Moxley, Eddie Kingston, and Darby Allen. <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah, that that's a hell of a tryout match, man. Right. Yeah, but yeah, but you know, lots of great shit from AEW. Like always, they never disappoint. Hell yeah, just. The best show of the week, but it really had no competition. So WWE just needs to pick it up, man, because they're quickly losing that grasp that they had as yeah. far as being in control of the wrestling world. And the more they screw over their talent, they're, they're going to lose more and more fans. Yeah. Because I know a lot of people, from what I'm hearing, are on the edge of just stop watching altogether, especially if they pull off this next move with the rebranding of NXT. Who knows how true that is? But, yeah, it's it's 
the worst way to finish up what you're doing with this company because it's already fucked in my eyes because I look at NXT as something separate. But if you do make that move, it's just one big shit show now. So I, I hope that's not where it's going. I know Andrew definitely hopes that's not where it's going. Nobody <laughs> wants that for the great yeah. talent that's in mm-hmm. NXT. No. Yeah, so there's really not much else to say there. Everything everything we've had to say has been said. So I'm just hoping somehow this gets turned around. But as we always do every week, it's time to stump the brain. Okay. We're going to go. Who was the first... ECW champion. <laughs> Shane Duncan. Shane Douglas, sorry. Duncan? I don't know why I said Sh- Douglas. Yeah, Shane, yeah, Douglas. Shane Douglas. <laughs> you know what? I don't know why I said Shane Duncan. I don't know. That's. <laughs> I, I, sorry, I, I actually went to school with a guy named Shane Duncan. <laughs> I don't know why. It's just... <laughs> <laughs> Shane Douglas. You went to school with the ECW kid, though. Yeah. Yes. And 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 the story on that was uh, ECW was once an, an NWA territory, but it, it used to be called Eastern Championship Wrestling. And I guess this is when Paul Heyman took over, and uh, uh, Shane Shane Douglas. Uh, you know, he said that that they're gonna, you know, they were gonna change, change the culture of wrestling, and that that night, that's when it became extreme championship wrestling. Yes. <clears throat> Hell yeah, yeah, man. That's that's another win on Johnny's side there. Uh, I don't know where he got dunk. Well, he got Duncan from his school friend he used to go with. <laughs> yeah, but... I, I, I just I don't know why I just. The, I, I, the name just came out. Came out. Just, hey man, his, his name was Shane, and his last name was the D. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Whenever you said it, I was like, "Does he mean Shane Douglas?" Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's who it was. <laughs> yeah. <it> was. <laughs> yeah. Good. Good shout there, man. You know, Shane Duncan. Whatever you're up to, <laughs> you got a shout out on the podcast. <laughs> Yeah, but, you know, we hope WWE is able to do something and turn it around because even though they really let the fans down, I think they could turn it around and regain our trust. But it would take a lot. So we're going to see what they decide to do this coming week. Uh, If you have any questions or comments, Wrestling Has Lost Its Way at Yahoo.com. Or wrestling has lost its way on Facebook. And yeah, I just want to apologize if this seemed like a bit of a low energy podcast. It, it was just the mood with everything that's been going on. So, yeah, it's, until it seemed like next with, week. With every batch of releases, it just drags us down even more. Yeah, yeah. It definitely dragged us down. So, 
we're hoping they're able to turn that around. We'll yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see what they decide to do this coming week. Hopefully it's something better, but I'm not holding my breath on it. <laughs> so until next week, talk to y'all later. And before our podcast next week, Rampage debuts on Friday night. All right. Oh, shit. Yeah. We have one more show. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Fuck SmackDown. <laughs> well, it I'm comes on at watch 10 o'clock, uh, 9 o'clock after SmackDown goes off. It's going to come now, on as soon as SmackDown, SmackDown goes off. Is, yeah. is this going to be just a one-hour show? Or is it going to be two hours? I hope, I hope so. I don't know yet. <laughs> I believe it's I a one hour. Oh, one, yeah, I think it's a one hour also. Yeah, I believe it's a one hour. So, all right, well, we got Rampage to look forward to this coming week. So that'll at least be two good shows this week. So <laughs> we'll have a, a little bit more good shit to talk about next week. Yeah. So until then, hope everybody enjoys the rest of their weekend. And we'll talk to you all next week. See you next week. Check you later. <laughs>